Welcome, everybody, to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Tuesday, April 12th, and we have a very special guest with us today, the new head coach of the men's basketball program at Ball State University, Michael Lewis. Coach Lewis played at Indiana for the legendary Bobby Knight from 97 to 2000. He was also an assistant coach at Butler, Nebraska, and most recently, UCLA. So let's get right into it. Coach Michael Lewis. All right, everyone, uh, like we mentioned in the open, we are joined by a very special guest, the new head coach of Ball State men's basketball program, Michael Lewis. Coach, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, fellas. How are you? Doing great, doing great. Uh, so formally announced uh, as, as head coach this past Wednesday, but I want to back up a little. You know, first, what interested you in this job? Why did you want to get to Muncie and Ball State? Um, and then, you know, we'll take it from there. Yeah, I, I just thought, um, you know, I've been I've been an assistant coach for 18 years, and, and I've always, you know, each offseason you kind of look at, you know, what's available and any opportunities that, that may or may not come your way. And, and um, the longer I've done this, the more I've been looking for um, a good fit. And I think I, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've found that here at Ball State. Like when I, you know, I, I was born and raised in the state. I've played high school and college basketball in the state. I've coached college uh, here in Indiana, and, and now I get a chance to lead a program. And I think, um, you know, all those things added up to this being a great fit for me. And then when you combine the leadership that we have from President Mearns and, and my athletic director, Beth Getz, uh, what they what they feel like a basketball program can mean to a university and uh, what I feel like it can do and what I've, my experiences have been at other places, what a basketball program can do for a university um, really aligned. So I thought uh, with the leadership in place um, and my um, being familiar with the area and the, the high school coaches, AU program, um, and, and recruiting really the MAC region my entire career. Um, things just really lined up that this was a good opportunity for, for me to lead uh, lead my first program. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. That's awesome. Um, Ball State has a lot of rich history and uh, tradition there as well. And like you said, it's kind of the holy grail of, uh, of basketball. Um, nothing wrong with Indiana sports and, and hoops. So, um, you know, you mentioned you've been at a lot of different stops here, and you've actually been able to coach on um, some pretty impressive staffs and been under, uh, played for Coach Knight, um, and then you were with Brad Stevens as well at Butler, and then uh, Coach Cronin, uh, excuse me, you were with him uh, the last few years. What kind of traits uh, could you could you provide us with that, that you may take that that you've taken from them um, that you're going to instill in your basketball program? Well, all those guys, you know, even though they have different personalities and, and different ways of, of going about their business, they they all want the same results, right? They they want quality young men in their program that, um, you know, of high character, overachieving, uh, tough guys that, that love basketball, love to compete. Um, and so that's what I'm, I'm looking for. That kind of fits my personality and, and how I've been both as a player and a coach and, and what I want, you know, to bring here to Ball State. I think when you have the combination of, of those characteristics and you've got an opportunity to win, you know, because those, those characteristics allow you to coach the game. You know, you're not coaching a bunch of problems off the court. Um, you're coaching you're coaching basketball and trying to use the game to teach these guys how to be successful in life. And, and uh, I think we can attract those type of players here, here at Ball State. 
Sure thing. Uh, that's that's I think across the entire league uh, here in the MAC, we that's the overarching theme for a lot of our teams, and and why I think Kyle and I both uh, like this conference, and why uh, you know it's such good basketball. It's so even, but everyone's kind of on that playing field, and and uh, getting those good character guys uh, across the board, uh, which is fun. Um, I wanted to take <coughs> it back to kind of how this all unfolded. Um, you guys were in the NCAA tournament. Your assistant coach, as we highlighted, uh, you know, at UCLA, um, and you know, uh, t- t- tell us the story. How to, how quickly does something like this unfold? Where were you when you, you got the offer, accepted? Um, and then we saw the video of you know Coach Cronin telling the team just kind of summarize what all went down in in that time span because uh, you know obviously you were also coaching to to try and advance in the tournament so it had to be a whirlwind for you yeah you just you kind of you try to balance things right you're, you're obviously very invested in in the guys at, at UCLA and you're, you're you know at that time we're trying to chase the national championships and felt like we had a team that had the ability to to do that if we were playing at, at a high level and at our best um, you know my first contact um uh, I was in Portland um, when we were playing our first two our first two rounds of, of tournament games there in Portland, and then um, uh, I met with um, with Beth and, and Jeff Mearns in Philadelphia um, as we were preparing for the Sweet 16. They flew out a couple of days before we played, and uh, we met um, and kind of went through um, you know how how I envisioned my program being at Ball State, and I think it aligned obviously with with what they were looking for. And, um, I got, uh, got offered the job late, late one evening as, uh, I was sitting, um, in the hotel lobby, uh, of our team hotel in, in Philadelphia. Um, and then obviously, you know, you, you start going through all the details of everything and, um, you know, where it was announced on, on, uh, the morning that we were, we were playing in the sweet 16 and, um, you know, Mick was, Mick was fantastic through the whole thing. The people at UCLA were, were uh, unbelievable. They obviously, I kept them aware of what was going on with my situation. Um, the the players were, you know, as they, as they've always been. When you've got a good program, you've got great guys within your program. Um, they're very happy for me. They knew, uh, they understand how appreciative I am of of them, who they are, and the type of people they are. Um, obviously, on top of being unbelievable basketball players. So, um, you know, we when when you have a program like that, you you know, everybody. UCLA and, and, and everybody here they're chasing a dream right and so a lot of those guys were you know they're chasing they got big aspirations to be professional basketball players and and uh, be successful people in life and and they've got um, they've got an excellent head coach in, in Mick Cronin who I think is one of the best in the game that you know he's now at a place at UCLA where he gets to, to showcase exactly how good he is and he's got uh, I was a part of an unbelievable staff uh, of guys that that you know I, I believe uh should probably already be be head coaches somewhere, but they've they also understand what a special place they're at. And like I tell people all the time, like I I had what I believe is the best assistant coaching job in the country at UCLA. You get to work under eleven national championship banners, and you get to work um, under that legacy of, of Bruin basketball. And some people look at that as uh, a heavy weight or a burden, and I, I looked at it as a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I've never shied away from expectations, and and um, you know, so I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't running away from UCLA. Like I was. I was running to uh, Ball State in this opportunity because of all the things that we talked about prior. That you know, I think we can build a quality basketball program here that can compete for championships in the MAC. So, um, and and I've been around unbelievable people. You know, you just you you 
you look at, uh, I've been very fortunate to be around some great head coaches that I feel like have me prepared for for this opportunity. Um, but that's that's kind of how how things went down yeah. with with all of that. Unfortunately, we lost to North Carolina uh, in the Sweet 16, and I was on a 6 a.m. flight the next morning to get here to, to Indianapolis and get started. Yeah, and and I know how excited you were because, uh, and you said you know it it uh, popped out to me when you you said running to uh, you know an opportunity in there in Muncie, and uh, all I thought of in my head, I don't know if people listening um, saw this picture, but. Uh, you on the side of the road uh, with that with the uh, with, with the uh, highway sign that you you were there. I mean that that shows your excitement. And uh, I first want to know like whose idea was that? Was that like hey, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop off on the side of the road. And what that kind of plays into my bigger question is, I always find it interesting to see a coach's take on social media and uh, how important that is to them. Uh, I mean, I even saw them like, oh, this, this guy's great. I'm, I'm glad that this guy's in, <laughs> in the Mac. I mean, uh, you know, someone that is going to do that and, and uh, clearly excited about your opportunity. But, what, you know, what overall um, do you feel there, there's good and bad, obviously, with social media? But how do you see that in, in the things that you do as, as being helpful to your program and maybe just for your guys to get to know you? Well, I think it, it can show people um, who you are, your you know your personality. I think if you know, obviously, if you you use it the right way. Like I have two young daughters that you know are getting to the age where they can start you know the social media thing to keep in contact with friends and just you know I think you just try to educate people about the good and bad of what it what it can do. But I think um, I think it can give people an insight to your personality, what you're about, you know how you go about your business. Um, obviously, in building. Um, our basketball brand here at Ball State and what we're trying to do as a as a program here. But um, I did I did make sure that I had signed the contract and benefits were in place before I jumped out of the road and, and <laughs> took that took that picture. But um, you know that's one of the cool things about being back uh, here in an area that that I'm very familiar with. I was I was able to bum a ride from a from a kid that uh, a friend of mine that I, I moved in two doors down from him uh in in third grade oh, wow. and uh so he, he now lives in the indianapolis area and, and uh he, he gave me a ride up here to muncie and and uh you know we just we just kind of spurred the moment hey man pull off here let's take a picture <laughs> you know? um, so yeah we we got off on the side of the road and jumped over a ditch and and uh did that whole thing but um you know i i think i think you know you can you know as, as you get older and some people are like oh i don't like the internet or i don't like social media um, it's going to be, it's here, yeah. right? It's not going away. So how do you navigate it? How do you, how can you use it? Um, and I think it's a, it's a huge tool uh, in today's world because it's, it's how young people communicate. It's how they, uh, they sit down and, and, you know, they don't sit down and watch, watch games on TV anymore. They watch highlights off their phone. Yep. Um, you know, so how, how can you best communicate um, with the people that in the demographic that you're, you're working with every day? Yeah. And, and you're trying to reach uh, and, the, and the type of people you want in your program. So I think you can use all those things to, to reach more people than, uh, let's say, me going down and speaking at the KSC or something. So <laughs> I think you have to do all those things. Like I've said many times here in the last two weeks, like if, if we're going to build this program the way that we all want to, like it's going to take all of us. And, and so the more people we can reach, the more people that we can get on board with what we're trying to accomplish here, I think the better and, and social media plays a huge role in that. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there. We're just, it's such a second screen uh, world now, you know, even 
Um, I, I was an intern at Kansas uh, back in the day, and it's like you're watching the game, but you want to, you know, you're always on Twitter, you're always on something like to see what other people's take, or that you're just watching the game with someone. And like you mentioned, it's it's here. You you just want to follow, you want to share your insight, your thoughts, and and everything that goes along with it. And that's where just people people live, and it's just everyone. Uh, feels a part of the action maybe when they kind of have a say whether it's right or not is a different question but um, you know have a, have a say or that you can show your fandom or, or get along so you know I, I, I find that interesting um, just your take that's that's my take um, and, and that it's here and you got to use it and educate and all that but uh, no that's that's good yeah, stuff. You, you, you go to a game you go to a sporting event and like the like the sporting events going on live like yeah. 20 rows down in front of you and people got their face in a, in a phone. So, yeah, it's, it's, nuts. You know, it's, it's just, it's just what it is. And so like, you know, you can sit here and, and complain and fight it, or you can, you can figure out the way to best utilize it um, to, to sell your program. And so that's, I, you know, I, I'm not, uh, like I've said, I'm very comfortable in who I am and, and um, you know, I, I want, um, I want people to know who I am. I would rather answer their questions than have somebody else answer their questions about me. So, so to speak. So, um, I, I try to put myself out there and, and um, you know do what's best for for Ball State and our in our basketball program because I think um, you know I, I like I said I've been very fortunate to be around the people that I've been around. I've been very fortunate to to have the the experience that I that I've had. And I if I don't I feel like I'm doing a disservice if I don't share some of my experiences um, with especially the people within my program that that may help help them. Um, in their futures. And so that's, that's really what I want to try to do the most. Sure. Absolutely. Coach. So uh, let's switch gears here. Talk a little bit about um, growing up in Indiana. Uh, what kind of sports did you play growing up? Um, you know, is basketball always, always your thing? Uh, you golf guy. We're big golf guys here. Um, just, just a little bit about your childhood and, and growing up in Indiana. Yeah. I, so I, I grew up, I uh, moved to Jasper, Indiana, which is what I call home. Um, Heading into second grade, my, I was uh, my my mom and dad were both educators, um, and and so we you know we we landed in Jasper as like I said going into second grade and and uh, you know, Jasper Indiana is a, was a is a small community in southwestern Indiana about an hour and a half um, southwest of Bloomington Indiana where where IU is and um, you know I I, I grew up I, I mean when you're in a town like that you play everything yep. you know you you play every sport there is. I mean, you're playing, uh, you know, wiffle ball in the backyard. You're playing tag. I mean, just yeah. anything that you could you could do to stay active. You know, you left your house and and uh, you stopped at somebody's house for lunch, and you just made you made sure you were home at dinner in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. And um, so I, I had a I had a blast. Obviously, at, as I got older, um, basketball became much more of a focus. Uh, when I got into high school, I. Um, you know, I played basketball and ran track in high school. Um, we had uh, we had excellent baseball teams. We had a really good football team. I was when I was a freshman in high school, I was five eight and one hundred and thirty five pounds. So I wasn't really putting on a helmet and shoulder pads and going out there and play. Even though I love I love football, and if I have if if there is a regret about my high school career, I, I wish I would have played football uh, my senior year of high school because we had a really good team and. And, um, you know, I feel like I could have helped them in, in, a, in an area or two that maybe they they needed. Um, but I just I love playing high school sports. You, you you grow up, you're playing, you're competing with your best friends. And, and, and that's a ton of fun, um, you know, but now I'm I'm old and 
uh, carrying around a little bit more weight than, than I did at that time. And so I, I, uh, my extent of my athletic abilities right now is I can stand in the corner and I can still play horse on the basketball court. And I, if you let me stand still, I'll stand there and shoot. I'm just, I'm not moving. <laughs> I see too many, too many of my colleagues on the, on the summer recruiting circuit on on a buggy because they've gone out and torn in the Kiwis or something like that. And I don't want to be that guy, knock on wood. But um, so my, my extent of my athletic ability right now is getting in and out of a golf cart. Nice. Um, so I am a huge, uh, huge golf fan. Like I can kind of, take care of all my all my vices there on the golf course and right. um I, I i love i'm not very good but i love getting out there and, and playing love it love it so you talked a little bit about you know being a you know loving football uh you know i have seen the the video with coach knight and um i think your intensity uh and how you played basketball i think you would have been a a pretty good uh maybe cornerback or someone in there getting a linebacker maybe a smaller linebacker that could that could blitz on the on the ends and stuff um, yeah, i don't know if i was that physical i was, I was kind of i was thinking more like maybe a wide receiver like let me try to run away from people, not people. But, yeah. well you went around coach knight I, I give you a lot of credit for that um that yeah i love watching that video um not backing down and you know having that good conversation it looked like on the sidelines and you guys were both at it you guys were just there to win um and and i think that's what you're going to bring to muncie and that's great um so you you have your staff in place now what type of guys are you looking for from recruit? I know you, you touched on it briefly. You're getting high character guys. Um, are you looking at for multi-sport athletes, guys that play football that are bringing that extra toughness? Or are you just looking at a high character guy that can play hoops and they're going to be a great ambassador for your university? Yeah, I, I, I want I want guys like you said, high character. So I don't I, I can sleep well at night. You know, I got I got two daughters that that uh, I, I worry about enough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but um, I. I want guys that love basketball and, and, you know, I don't care if they played, you know, two sports, five sports. I I don't care. But I want guys that love basketball and they love to compete. Mm -hmm. I think if they love basketball and they love to compete, then there's going to be the level of toughness that I value uh, within our program. And so those are really the the three things, you know, the toughness level, the, 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 just, just the burning desire to compete. Like I want guys that, that want to walk down the hallway faster than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, that's the, like I, I want the guys that want to be first in the, in the food line. Like that, those are the guys that I want in my program where it's, it's, uh, it's almost a, a borderline obsession to, to compete. Um, and then they got, I love basketball. I want guys that want to be in the gym that, you know, they, they, they want to watch basketball. They want to study basketball. They want to learn it. Um, you know, all those, all those things. And then obviously, um, if I can get those three characteristics and guys of different sizes and different skill types, <laughs> then uh, we can put us, put us together a basketball team. But um, those are really the things that, that, you know, stand out to me the, the most and what I'm looking for to bring into this program. Sure. Coach, um, just a couple more questions here. But the, f- the first one, y- you mentioned how you want people to get to know you off the court. And, you know, you did mention that now you, you enjoy golf, getting on the course. Outside, clearly, number one, spending time with your family. Uh, we talked uh, about golf. But what other things, uh, you know, t- tell us about Michael Lewis off the court. When you're not recruiting, um, when, you're, when you're not uh, coaching, uh, and, again, I know spending time with family. But what, what type of things do you, do you get into? What, what do you enjoy? I, I barbecue and golf. <laughs> that, that's really the two the two things that um that are my getaways like if you know i i'm a uh, i have a big green egg okay you know, one of those big 
the oh. grenade grills, and, yep. and uh, I love to mess around on that. And um, you know, I, I do it mostly for my family. That way, if I screw it up, we can we can just throw it. We can order a pizza and, and call it a night. <laughs> sure. but I love I love getting out there and and um, you know grilling and yeah. and uh, you know whether you know it's brisket you know, a pork butt or, you know, you're doing steaks, burgers, whatever. I just, I love, um, just sitting out there and hanging out. I think that's kind of my, my personality, get some, some buddies over and sit around a grill and throw a bunch of meat on there and, <laughs> and, uh, sit back and, and, uh, tell stories and maybe have a, an adult beverage if you like, if that's your thing. Um, <laughs> and then I like, then I like to get on the, on the golf course, you yep. know, and, and, uh, kind of do, uh, similar things on the golf course, if you know what I mean. And just, sure. you know, just being around good people that I enjoy like uh, my, my best friends are the guys I grew up with I think that's one of the cool things about coming from a smaller community like um, you know my, my I'm, I'm, I've got friends from everywhere I've been that I keep in contact with but my, my true group of core friends are guys that I grew up with and and uh, you know that's what we we got to we do a little golf trip every summer we have a blast of going different places and um, but that's 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 what I do sure. off off the court when I'm away from work um, just kind of sit back and, and relax and uh, get on the golf course. And then, you know, I mean, the perfect day is, is uh, you know, maybe having a basketball practice, summer workout in the morning, then then uh, a good 18 in the afternoon that followed up with a with a nice session on the grill. Then that's that's a pretty good day for me. I know. I'm, I'm looking I'm at Kyle. Pretty, I, I, hey, I, I grew up in Southern Indiana. I'm a pretty simple guy. There's not, there's not much to it. I'm, I'm over here looking at Kyle. Like, you know what? We need to go to, uh, to we need to get to Muncie and yeah. get a practice. We need to take in a practice, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll uh, if you see us on your back porch, um, you know, showing up with our yep. club with our clubs in hand, and we'll be ready to go. And uh, well, I, I will, I will share this. My wife probably not be happy. I, you know, when I when I share, but I, I did a. a in the process of purchasing a house and I have a golf course on uh, just across the street and I have a pond in my backyard that's got a beautiful view with a uh, with a built-in grill so once I add my egg to it we're gonna be I've got it all set up right there within a few hundred yards love it, love it. I, I don't want to this is a tough question I'll put you on the spot since you are a golfer if you could if you could golf if you could have your dream foursome not necessarily golfers just anyone history living dead whatever who who would you love to play golf with or and they don't have to be golfers but who would you love to spend 18 holes with out on the course and pick their brain well i mean i, I love i love playing with my buddies but if i had to pick a, a, a dream foursome um jordan tiger woods uh, <laughs> i don't know i have to think on the on the Peyton manning okay wow yeah. all right that, that'd, that'd be fun. I, like I mean, there'd be uh, there'd be a lot of mess talked out there. I think, <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, you know, I think I think those are um, you know Peyton Manning. I'm a like a like a football guy, and and uh, you know he's not he's just a little bit older than me, and and um, you know I, I was a Colts fan um, when they weren't very good, so <laughs> I can I can you know I wasn't one of those guys that jumped on all of a sudden when Peyton Manning got there, but right. um, you know I think he he really. He changed the view of football in the state of Indiana, and I think you know his his impact um, on Indianapolis on the state is is very profound. I, it's not my boys admired, and then I think with Jordan and Tiger Woods, they're two of the greatest competitors um, of of my my time. You know, so I think it would be really cool to uh, 
to tee it up with those guys. Well, Tiger definitely showed uh... – he taught, I think, a lot of people a lot of lessons this past weekend with, uh, you know, determination and the will and, and never backing down from a challenge uh, clearly with, with what he was able to accomplish at the Masters. I know probably not the round he wanted, but um, he was he was still all smiles, right, at the end of that because he, he did something I don't think a lot of people thought he would be able to do. Yeah, no question. Yeah. No, no question. I think all three of those guys are uh... – just phenomenal, and yep. I think I think we all can learn a bunch of different things from from each one of them. So I guess that would be my my dream foursome. But I there you know I mean you guys yeah. there's nothing better than getting out there with your boys yeah. and, and hacking nice. it around. So. Absolutely. And and uh, what what's the go if you're bringing them back to the patio? What's your go to? Like what's the best thing you you barbecue? Like what's the go to? What's something you don't mess up? <laughs> I, I can do a steak pretty good. Okay. I can do All a right. steak pretty good. I've got that. I've got that down. Okay. Um, and I got when I was in LA, the the cut of meat that a lot of them do out there is, is a tri tip. Okay. Um, and it's not something that I was real too familiar with uh, before uh, moving to, to Los Angeles. But um, I got I've got down a, a tri tip. I like the way I, I do that. And um, you know, pulled pork is is a lot of fun just because it takes so long and right. and it, you know you put on there long enough you put it low low and slow like it's hard to screw it up you know as long as right. it doesn't dry out on you so yeah, absolutely awesome. well the, the last question i have definitely going back to basketball here and uh again we appreciate your time but uh wanted to end it with we talked about the high character guys but what brand of basketball are you and your coaching staff bringing to the mac well i want to bring a winning winning brand of basketball you know i think that's um, what anybody wants to do, you know, and, and I know that's, you know, I don't have the coach speak of, Hey, we're going to play fast and exciting. And, you know, like we're, we're going to play, um, to win the game. And, and I'm still learning the, the guys that we have on this roster. And, and, uh, we, we got, uh, some pieces that we need to add to this roster. And then I think, um, as a coach, it's your job to find out what best suits those guys. Now, obviously, as time goes on, I'll re- recruit more to a style that I, I see um, best fit or I'm most comfortable with. But, but as we get this thing going, um, I've got to figure out a way as a coach to put these guys on, on this current roster in the best possible situation for them to be successful. So that's what we're going to try to do to get started. We're going to try to put uh, play with a level of toughness, uh, play with a chip on our shoulder that – um, you know, when you come into Worthen Arena, or that when we we go on the road, um, that we're not we're not an easy out. Like you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bring it um, to to be able to beat us. And so we just want to put ourselves in a position to have an opportunity to succeed more times than not. Awesome. Well, uh, Coach Lewis, we want to thank you once again for your time. Uh, look forward to uh, you know to, to talking with you as as we lead up to the season, and and uh, know you have a. A great summer of uh, not only coaching but playing a little golf, maybe doing a little barbecue, and you might find Kyle and I on your doorstep <laughs> one of these times if we make it out there. But again, uh, welcome to the Mac. Thanks again for your time and uh, chirp chirp. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. Yeah, Take bet. care. Thanks, coach. Cause I knew it from the start Baby, when-
For you 